Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Okay. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your host, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and whining roads. I hope you're ready. Get set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. I'm your host, June Colson, here with my amazing friend, Michelle, with one L Van Dusen, who still has her help wanted sign hanging <laughs> in the back because apparently the help has not come. So I'm still waiting. Still, <laughs> well, waiting. still waiting. Still waiting. Yep. I mean, you know, I always need help. So it's always wanted. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, I'm only serving up 50 cents 50 cents that's it mm. so is it always wanted though do you know i heard there's a lot of times <laughs> that i heard my mom say you're not helping your help is not helping <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes it's not wanted it just, it just depends yeah. on depends on what's <laughs> happening so just uh just before we started recording michelle um yeah. you were discussing how uh if i stop breathing Oh. while we were recording <laughs> that you were just gonna keep rolling on um and just continue to videotape as i die but i said that's kind of my goal like i'm not even mad at you because i really i really think like i want to when i die i want it to be in a way that people at the funeral are trying to be serious about like me being gone but at the same time like everybody's in the back of the room going did y'all hear do you hear how she died did you hear? Like she, she was uh, she was videotaping herself to see how many mini marshmallows she could fit in her mouth, and she just died in her kitchen floor. You know, like like the kids kids showed up. And I was just on my back with marshmallow puff coming out of my face. I don't know. I think that that would be um, would be really fun. My kids have planned okay. my funeral. Have your kids planned your funeral yet, Michelle? <laughs> um, I think when they were all teenagers, you know, in uh, middle school, high school, they were they planned my funeral. Probably no, I don't mean like planning along. to kill you. Oh, I mean planning your funeral. Oh. Like, like my youngest son is like, I'm going with a vertical casket. That would be awesome if you're just standing <laughs> up. People glass, the glass uh, lid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, I'm going to be saluting. I'll have some weird outfit on. He said he's going to hire a clown to stand beside my casket because his oldest brother. Uh, yeah. He's, he's already given me uh, the deposit for it. So I'll be there. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, his, yeah. Uh, the older brother, he's, he is one of those people who are scared of clowns. He doesn't want to be near him. He doesn't like him. So uh, Trey just thought that would be great to hire a clown to stand by the casket so that Ty can't even get close to me, you know, and that he's just, yeah. So that's my twisted and bizarre family. That's my weird family. 
Yeah, um, I, I, I have my, uh, I picked out songs that I would like them to play. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I, I've made a video, uh, me talking, um, because I think that's even better with even interaction, audience interaction, you know, you just oh, wait yeah. for the pause and, you know, and they like, it's okay. You can laugh. I can't, I still can't hear you, you know, whatever, like, you know, um, something you're going to do like crowd that. work at your own funeral, just crowd uh, work at my funeral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how many people here have ever died before? Anyone? <laughs> yeah. Anybody, anybody, anybody? This isn't my first rodeo. <laughs> it's okay. I see you. I see you. Now everybody else might not be able to see you, but where I'm at now, I can see you. Those who have died before. <laughs> Oh, it looks like so-and-so's losing some more hair. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob, Uncle remember Tony. how you thought that your aunt went to heaven? Uh, Haven't no. found her yet. No. It ain't right. It ain't right at all. Well, speaking of family, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk wait, 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 about wait, wait. our families. Yes. Before we start there, I want to I wanna back up for just a minute. Um, I didn't want to record you dying. I just want to, you know, oh, sure. just... I didn't, I just wanted to record, uh, the process before I like, I would have shut the gotcha. camera off, you know, and just rolled the RIP after that. I just want you to know. So, okay. <laughs> That'd be great. Just enjoy. And this episode was in memory of, I just died, Michelle, like five seconds ago. I don't know. I may die from these. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just surprised because I put the money into these earbuds that I have on right now. And just a few <laughs> minutes ago, I got electrocuted by my earbuds. Okay. These are not dollar tree earbuds like the last ones. These came from five and below. Okay. Five so they below. were the $5 and below. I upped it. I spent five times as much on this pair. And I don't know if it's like my earring, but I was like, look at it. Like, oh, okay. But I didn't want to take off my cute earrings. So. <laughs> you might want <laughs> you might get your wish i may just be electrocuted right now <laughs> and yeah and then hey if i am you all check us out on youtube and uh roku tv on the creative motion network so that'll be, fun. be number one at that point <laughs> oh that'll be fun okay okay back to balancing <laughs> balancing the family that's what yeah. we're going to talk about today because, okay, so for listeners who might not know, Michelle, you have all boys. I have all boys. How many boys do you have? I have four. Well, five if you count my husband. Yes. 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 And I have two. Um, I have Ty and Trey. So currently one is 18 and one is 22 years old. How old are your kiddos? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, okay. So that's a great question. I want to go with uh, my answer. My final answer mm. for today will be 20, 22, 24, mm -hmm. and 26. Mm -hmm. But in a, in, in a month or so, it'll, that all changes. So that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. Even numbers yeah. right now. So here's the question. Yeah. Do your boys listen to this podcast? <laughs> um, only one. Uh one one child listened to it to help me to fix it, and um, so no, they they don't. Okay, listen so even me, if so you got it wrong, they're not going to hear it. I can tell you right That's now right. That, that my youngest son wears a tutu and barks at the moon every night, and like whatever, he's not listening. He he doesn't care. He doesn't care now, about my now comedy. My, my son's girlfriend, uh, she listens. So shout oh, out, nice. hey Haley. Okay, hey, okay, out. hey Haley. Yep. So did you get that son's birthday right, or that his his age? 
Uh, I'm going to go with yes. Don't tell. Because, yeah, if you're the girlfriend, Michelle could be your mother-in-law and you, you know, you know, you don't want to get in bad graces. So, shh, let's not tell the boyfriend if she (laughs) Oh, she's amazing. I'm just going to have to put that out there. Yes. Uh, He could depict better. That's all Mm -hmm. I'm saying. We just Mm -hmm. put that right there. Well, and we're keeping secrets, Haley. That's all I'm saying is we just keep secrets. That's, that's the, that's the code between the um, girlfriend and the, the boyfriend's mother you just that's right and all our listeners in india don't tell all our listeners in in america don't tell anybody Um, no no no. australia you know everybody yeah so yeah my boys they they don't they don't listen my son you know my boys are not even remotely interested in uh in what i'm doing and that in itself can be a balancing act right that in Mm. itself can be you know not everybody gets it not everybody's gonna buy into it right and, you know, we have to have a thick skin when we get on stage and and in this type of career, it can be very oh. difficult. And so what, what do you think? You said thick skin. I just yes. thought we're supposed to be thick. Oh, well, that, oh, you know, now I got to lose weight. Man, <laughs> that, that could help too. That could help too. <laughs> no, like we can't get um, upset or take it personal when our family members just don't get it when they don't buy into it. Now, if they're trying to block you from doing what you're doing or they're constantly <laughs> criticizing, that's one thing. But it's another thing to go, you know, it's okay that that Ty and Trey are not like, oh, mom, where's your next show? Or, you know, I want to bring people to come see you or, you know, whatever, because I'm mom first. Like, that's mm. what they see in me. And that's the most important thing that they see in me. I don't need them to be a fan of my comedy. I don't need to put that pressure on them to be someone that emotionally supports me through this journey, right? Because they're mm-hmm. my kids. That's not their job. What's your uh, What's your thoughts on that? Um, completely opposite. Uh, the whole reason yeah. I have four boys is to make them work. So uh, mm-hmm. they're going to set up the merchandise table. They're going to sell the merchandise and they're going to yeah. smile by golly. No, yes. um, <laughs> um, actually... No, I, th- I think that's a great and a very healthy viewpoint to realize that your emotional um, support system is not necessarily your kids, but mm-hmm. we do have to build a good support system around us if we're going to have a good, healthy balance between right. our family life and our comedy life. Um, and see, and this is also men in comedy also need to have that balance, but right. as women uh, that have children mothers, um, we have to carry it completely different. Um, and so it, it really is good to, um, to talk to your kids about what you do. I remember <laughs> the first time, you know, cause when, when they're little, they're like, you're not funny. Um, but then the first time that my son came to one of my shows and, <laughs> and I was trying some new material and just something happened and it just made me laugh. And so I did this whole thing about, uh, a lazy Susan, you know, about how one time we were out to, to meal and, and, and our kid, you know, fell asleep and, you know, they get heavy if you're trying to hold him, you're trying to eat. So, um, and he's a real heavy sleeper. So you just stick him on the table and, you know, you put a plate in one hand, you know, the chips, the dips, you know, and you just spin the kid around so people can get all what they want. Right. Mm. So instead of just <laughs> doing the joke, I went ahead and I laid down on the floor and I'm going around, you know, oh, nice, and, nice. Yes. And so he's dying. Right. And then, mm. I'm laying there on my back and then I flip over and I thought, I'm like, this floor is really dirty. So now I, I started, cause I didn't, I didn't have a concept of how I was going to get up 
from the floor. Mm. So gotcha. I've gotcha. I've cleaned this this very filthy stage. I'm laying on my belly, and I'm like, I'll just do the show from here. You know, <laughs> so I did some crowd work, just laying facing people, and then I attempted to get up and and I made it up. But after that show, he looked at me because I asked him. I said, "What'd you think?" He goes, "You're funny." Mm, it was the first nice. time that nice. it brought it into a whole nother realm for him, where he actually now invites uh, his buddies, his college buddies. If I'm, you know, doing a show in town, he'll invite them over. Like, you guys got to come see my mom. She's really funny. So oh, it, it's, nice. yeah, it's nice to have one out of the group yeah. that like, you know, believes so you're in me. So, so you're saying I need to have two more kids and then maybe. Yes. One yes. That is exactly. No, that's well, really, that's really yeah. cool that they, and, and that's, that's gotta feel great. I mean, that's, I have no idea how that feels. Thanks for rubbing that in as I just opened up my wounds and told you <laughs> and my children don't like, no, my kids. So my kids, you, you started doing comedy when uh, they were younger. Yeah. Then you kind of took a hiatus to focus on them and, mm -hmm. and had comedy kind of on the back burner. And then yeah. when they got older and it was more appropriate uh, timing in your heart to do it, then you jump back into it. Am I right? Am I explaining that? Correctly? Yes, you are right. And then, you know, did, and then, you know, COVID hit. Right. So mm, now yeah. I'm just kind of not going anywhere these days. I have a couple of shows here and there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of, um, that's kind of how it started. So <laughs> I, I, I just threw some things real fast up here. It's uh, tips on how to balance the balancing act. Mm -hmm. And it, yes. it's things that I learned on the road. Um, first and foremost, you have to have a plan. So I knew that, um, like there, <laughs> when, when I was going to be traveling up to, um, I went to Chicago. We were doing something for uh, an NBC kind of a um, show, kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. And it was it was me and and a couple of their comedy buddies, and we were an act together. And we were traveling up there. Well, my kids are little; they're in elementary school. So I, you know, we have a kindergartner, a, a first grader, third, fifth, or whatever you know, whatever mm -hmm. their grades were. And our plan was, I was going to go do this, and Ross. Um, who had a full-time job, was going to stay home and take care of the kids, get them to school and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so that brings me to my second point. Um, have a backup plan. There you go. So you go. <laughs> have a backup plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because the, the, the very first day, um, my, you know, it's, it's, it's Monday. Kids have to go to school. It's mm -hmm. super early. Ross yeah. gets them all. Um, you know, one of them has to like, doesn't get their shoes on right. Or he's like, all right, let's go back and try to put their shoes on. In the meantime, the other three are outside playing with water guns. And um, he comes outside. He's like, why are you soaked? You know? And the, the other two come by with the guns. He's like, why are you guys squirting with water, you know, with, with, with water guns? And the kids with these grins, it's not water. And because um, they peed in them. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my, so they, that's, a, they, that's a whole new um, image of the super soaker right there. That's, yeah, right. Oh my, so they, 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 yeah, they, they peed in them and then soaked their brother down. Yeah. So now this backup plan is, okay, everybody's going to be late. I'm going to yeah. be late to work. And he had to bring them in. And it was just, it was crazy. Um, so our original plan of me having a huge career and him staying home with the kids never happened. Yes. So we had to have a backup plan. And so our backup plan was um, 
not to go on long trips out mm. of state anymore. You know, it yeah. limited the the weekends that I was gone. Um, you know, and we also to make sure our marriage stayed healthy and strong was that I was home uh, every Sunday for church because we wanted to make uh, sure that the yeah. boys knew that this is our priority, our right. home, because we are Christians and we have a Christian worldview right. um, that just because there's an opportunity to do something, you don't choose that opportunity over God. And so um, that was our real, that was our focus to, to make sure that they were raised that way. So I came off the road and only did a couple of stuff here and there, but then I, I incorporated our um, comedy into um, working with the kids. And so at the elementary school, I started doing after school comedy club, did an all school writing program. So, I, you know, mm. we just shifted and did that. And so that that's that's the first uh, <laughs> the first crazy parts of it. <laughs> gotcha. So what, what about you? Because you you seem to have started in um, you had you've had several careers or several different things that you've done in in yeah. your life, um, radio and and a business mm -hmm. owner, and yeah. um, I you also worked in school. When mm -hmm. you started to do comedy, though, your kids were already a little bit older, right? What what grade? Yeah, what age yeah. Were so they? Uh, my uh, my oldest son was uh, a senior in high school when I just first started to write and pursue this, right? And so now he's a, um, he's in graduate school. So, um, you know, he was, he was on his path to, you know, to finishing high school and starting the next phase of his life. And so he wasn't remotely interested in what I was doing because he, you know, at this point he's moving out, he's going to college, like none mm -hmm. of that's going on. My youngest son, um, he was going into his freshman year in high school. You know, mm -hmm. and so, um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it, it, all of us were kind of going in major um, transitions in our life. Things mm -hmm. were changing so quickly, you know, and yeah. also, a, you know, I don't want to say a selfish time, but it is kind of a, so it's a self-centered time for your children when they're in mm -hmm. college and they're in high school, the whole world revolves around them, you know, and, and yep, yep. everything is the biggest thing, you know, when they're in high school, it's the biggest dance. It's the biggest football game. It's the biggest breakup. It's the biggest concert. It's, you know, everything it's is. The devastating. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I don't want to say my kids are, have not been supportive in a way, but they, you know, uh, they're just not interested. They're just not that into it. But at the same time, I've also, kind of like you, I've done my best to balance things as I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I haven't missed anything at all, but it means that I try, like you said, I try to have a plan and I try to plan ahead because the, when things catch up to you, it's usually because, you know, a lot of times it's because I just didn't think ahead on things. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this year for me, priority was sports it was making sure in football you know they only play nine ten football games yeah this is the last high school football games he's ever going to play same thing with basketball now they played 50 something basketball games so i was okay with missing this one here that one there i just didn't want to miss homecoming or um senior night you know those kind of mm -hmm. things that i knew were going to mean something to my child and it'll be the same thing as i round the end of this year out but, you know, I've talked to other, uh, definitely talked to other moms um, in comedy. And a lot of times it's like we feel like we have to apologize for making that a priority in our lives. Yeah. Because 
we're not pushing through. We're not head on. And, and not that there's not women with children that aren't just mm-hmm. driving through it like a bull. You know what I'm saying? But for me, yeah. that's not what I was called to do. And like you said, that's not what you were called to do as far as like the Sundays and things like that. Um, but I'm not going to apologize for making my kids first because we I will only have them for so long. Right. And, um, and, but there actually, is kind of, no, <laughs> yeah, there is this kind of guilty. Um, I was talking to another comedian in Virginia not long ago, and she said, Do you ever feel like you're not doing enough in comedy because you're a mom and you're, you know, you have all of these mm. things that you're trying to balance? And I said, Oh, yeah, yeah, those like those guilty feelings can creep in where it's like, Oh, you know, I would be this or this or this. You know what? I, I would be nothing without my family. I would be nothing without yeah. my family. And it's the same thing with the, my spouse. Um, he travels. He travels a lot. So he was a he was a fireman. Um, he's still a firefighter, but uh, you know that that was his profession for 26 years. For the last five years, he was the fire chief in the third largest mm. city in Kentucky. He carried a very heavy load. Well, when he retired, yeah. he went to work um, in sales, selling fire equipment and fire trucks. And so he travels a lot. And then my gigs are typically out of town. And so yeah. a balance that we've tried to do is um, any time that I can go with him to where he's going or he can go with me, mm-hmm. then we go. Yeah. And there's times I don't want to go. I don't want to go to Wisconsin in the snow in February. Like, I don't want to <laughs> go there, you know, and it'd be really easy to be like, nah, you go. But then the next weekend, I'm going to be in Indiana. And then the next weekend, he's in Florida. And then the next, okay, so now we just, because I don't want to go because it's complicated and I got to put some effort into it. Or it's going to be cold. Yeah. Then, um, yeah. you know, the next thing you know, uh, you, you know, you're disconnected from yeah. your spouse. And, and we've seen it. I don't know how much you've seen of it, but I've, you know, in the short time that I've been doing comedy, I've seen people uh, whose marriages have, have broke up. I've seen and talked mm-hmm. to some veterans who I would never tell their stories, but they tell their stories to other people about how, as they started to rise in fame and notoriety, um, it was difficult to be that person that people are lined up and telling you, you've mm-hmm. changed my life and you're amazing. And I want a picture with you and, and then go home and, and, you know, and have somebody who is not treating you like the king or the queen, not yeah. treating you like the celebrity that you just felt like for, you know, the last three weeks or whatever. It, yeah. It, oh. It's it's a balance. And the balance means planning ahead and focusing. Yeah. Like when um when our kids were were little, uh, little little bits, um Ross was uh he used to teach Microsoft classes, you know, like SQL and all the high end behind the scenes kind of stuff. And so um, when he'd have to travel to another state to teach, it would be weeks at a time, you know, mm, so it'd be like a whole yeah. week, week class kind of a thing. Yeah. And I have little kids and I'm like, ah, so instead of him flying uh, and and doing a, a, a ticket like that, he would rent a car or rent a van and we would go with and we would stay at the hotel with him. And so yeah. during the daytime, he would go teach. And then we would go find all the parks. We would go find all right. the zoos. Right. And we would we would make it work that way. And instead yeah. of 
you know, being excessive with spending, that's when you go ahead and get a loaf of bread, peanut butter, and jelly. So the kids yes. can still eat. You could yes. still eat and you could still have, you know, a nice time. And so, and I didn't go on all the trips with him, but right. there were a couple that, yes, let's go to Minnesota. Yes, let's go to Ohio with you. You know, so there yeah. was those few. Um, and it is about having a plan and looking right. at, you know, what's better. Is it better yeah. to stay home for the week because the kids are little or is it better to go with, have an experience, let them still see their dad and things like that. And so yeah. um, it was great because in Minnesota, they have um, like this three-story crawling tower thing. Um, and it's, nice. it's like, it is, it's so nice. It's some playground area where you can drop your kids off because people go to the casino or you could stay with your kids and so wait. What lost. you can just dump your kids in a at some three story play thing, and then yes. like I mean I did that at McDonald's at their play place all the time. But then you know well, you got to pay. They call for it. they call the authorities a few times, and then you have to stop <laughs> leaving them. But no, well, I never left my kids. There. <laughs> I see, and I don't remember what the name of it is, and you have to pay for it and stuff. Or you can stay and you can rent the knee pads and the elbow pads, so you can crawl around up there with them. No. Yes. So Ross they give was the up parents. there. Yeah. Cause we had, we, one of them was really little. And so I stayed with the stroller with the kid, you know, with the little guy and right up there climbing around. Um, yeah. And they had, you know, you could buy food there. It was, it was a really fun little spot. But that can be, I mean, that's an adventure for them. I think, you know, learning like my kids, we love to travel. We were talking about that earlier. We've been to, you know, well, you asked me about a, the gold mine, like literally yeah, there was a, everywhere. We went to Alaska and we, we rode four wheelers for two wow. and a half hours up into an active gold mine. And so, you know, we learn a lot. Like I learned that if, if someone doesn't live there all winter long, it's considered abandoned and another company can come in and take over that mine. And wow. so there are people that live in these, you know, um, trailers and whatever they they live the whole winter long and so they're stocked up with like eggs and bread and or eggs and flour and you know all of those things hunt for their food like i mean it's a legit thing and so this guy said so there was a thaw in june it was the first thaw and we literally rode atvs over um a uh glacier to wow. get to this man and bring him um, summer supplies and let him know that you could now get through because we saw evidence of like how he had tried. He had only got this far. He only got that far then had mm -hmm. to go back because, you know, until it's thawed in a certain way. And there was like abandoned um, like dump trucks and things like that where they didn't make it out in wow. time with them. So they just had to leave them for the winter and then they come back and got them. But wow. um but, you know, you, you learn so much when you get to travel. So like we're talking about in Wiley, Texas, um, mm -hmm. you know, I was going to be there for three or four days. And, uh, and so, you know, planning ahead meant my husband planned a trip for him and my son to go with. And so we all flew together. He rented a car, took me to the hotel, and then I caught up with you and mm -hmm. you drove you know, everywhere that we went for three days at this comedy conference. And, um, and they went into Fort Worth. They, um, they, they rented those scooters. This is the best. 
back to the hotel room one night and they rented those little, uh, what do they call them? I don't even remember what they're called. Nashville has um, the, the little razor scooter things. Yeah. It looks like a yeah. razor, but they have a name for them. Anyway, they rented yeah. those scooters and they were doing fine. They were doing fine. And I had this whole image in my head of how this thing went out or went down. So there's their scooter. They're on their little scooters. They're flying on their scooters. Around the corner comes a gang of people on segways, right? And they're on the big segways. <laughs> and this guy runs my husband off the sidewalk. And he flips, he hits the ground, his little scooter goes flying, the segways just keep going. My son, my son was behind my husband on his scooter and he just glanced over like, I don't know you. And he kept going. My husband's lying on the ground. I go back to the hotel that night. He had an ice pack on his wrist. You have to understand, I think my husband has broke one of his wrists like three or four times. And I got back and he had an ice pack on it and he goes, I broke my wrist. <laughs> I was like, what? And Wait, Trey's dying laughing. No, he didn't break it. Oh, it was okay. okay. It was fine. He sprained it. It definitely like he had injured it when he fell. But um, but anyway, that was an adventure. And they came along with me because we planned ahead, but they weren't stuck yeah. doing all the comedy stuff. The other night mm -hmm. I, I noticed and I made sure that I, I let my husband know how much I appreciated him because there's been several events that he's gone to like this event in Indiana I did the other night where he's filling out some paperwork. He's setting up a, he's setting up a tripod to record my set. He's doing all of those things as mm -hmm. I'm doing a sound check. And then now I disappear to the green room as they're bringing all the comedians back. And, you know, you always kind of feel out a situation of like, is it okay, it okay? to have extra yeah. people that, you know, those kind of things. And he never, is like, oh my gosh, you ignored me for three hours. Like he just comes in with the expectation that, I, you know, it'd be like if I went to, uh, if I was sitting on the street at a structure fire watching him do his job, right? That mm -hmm. there would be no expectation that he stops and acknowledges me because he's he's yeah. busy doing his job, you know? And so he's always been like really, really good about that. Even in situations where like somebody just wanted to talk to me for way too long. You know what I mean? But he just lets me do my thing. And another comedian's wife was there and just was like, wow, you know, they just, you know, you, you just learn how to flow with it. But it's it's yeah. the balance. And it's putting it putting first things first, making that plan um, and knowing that, you know, comedy careers end. And and, and I don't want to mm -hmm. end it without my husband and I don't want it to end in my kids and my spouse not be there with me through the whole ride. So, yeah, they got to be important, too, you know. And if they're not important, how can you use them as um, part of your material for comedy, right? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, but you're like <laughs> all kinds of people about. do divorce material. All kinds of people talk about divorces. Oh, yeah, they and, do, don't they? Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just going to throw this up. Uh, tip number three is don't make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions. Mm -hmm. Because I know that when you do travel, if you're traveling with your spouse or without your spouse, or if you're traveling with, with other uh, comedians or other coworkers, you know, um, it can get pretty emotional sometimes. It can get pretty mm -hmm. heated. So don't make any permanent decisions based on your emotions. So like, well, that's it. I'm never doing this again. Right, or you're right. fired or, you know, don't, uh -huh. don't do that. You know, take some time. Like I need some space. You know, how about, the next, the next trip you don't come with. And, um, like, I know, I know we've done that before. Um, cause I, cause when we, when the, um, conference one time, one of our comedy conferences was in Florida at Disney, 
So of course the kids came, Ross came, my mother-in-law came um, because I was going to be working and Mm -hmm. they could play. And having four boys, you need that second person, especially if you're going to Disney World. I'm sorry. You just do. So, um, which is, you know, the fourth thing is have a support system. Yeah. And, um, and so if it's not family, get some good friends, get some yeah. good comedians around you, you know, good coworkers, and just start building your support system. And you have to realize that not one person can't do everything f- as your support. Right. You have right. to have several, right. you know, it's a support system. So a house isn't built on one pillar. <laughs> right. You know, you've got, you got all the corners covered and you got the center covered. Then yeah. you build your foundation kind of a thing. Cause I would hate for, you know, it just collapse like that. But, um, you know, so we, we did uh, the trip to Florida. We did a trip to Dallas. We did, you know, and so he was with, with, for several of them, but then something happened. We were traveling one day and it was just like, you know, just a heated, you know, kind of long time right, in the car. Right, right. And we decided, you know what, we're going to take a break from us traveling together for a little while. Yeah. And, and it wasn't, um, it, and it was a good thing because right. then we got to go back into, okay, what's our focus? What's our focus as our family? What's our focus? And so you can refocus things. So we didn't make any permanent decisions. We right. took the time to, to, clear our heads, refocus. Okay. Let, let's reprioritize what's happening here because yeah. it, it got into that, you know, Oh, things are on the upswing. We could do this and that and that. And it just kind of grew this way, but then our family life was suffering. So we had to, we had to make those adjustments and then we did. And I'm yeah. so glad we did. So glad we yeah. did. Anyway. Yeah. So I just want to say, um, I think this was a good episode. I'm just going to put that out there. I do. I'm thought, glad. Um, it's very fair. Put it, because <laughs> you know i'm a communicator therapeutic for um for both of us even if it didn't work for anybody else it's good to it's good that's to talk right to it because, that's right yeah. hey we've already won the award so we have we don't yeah have so now it's like no. We're just throwing it in. No, we, we hope you took something away from this uh, from this episode today of the Laugh Support Podcast. Of course, you can always check us out anywhere that you get your podcast, right? So um, that's right. Um, tell them where, where Michelle. <laughs> so we're we're uh, on Captivate.fm. We're on Amazon, Apple Products, Audible, Spotify Player. Um, there's a bunch more. And yep. then we also, um, if you don't want to spend just time listening, you can also watch us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can watch us on Creative Motion Network on the Roku and also Vimeo. And I think there's some other things too. Just Google the Laugh Support Podcast with June Colson and Michelle Van Dusen. If you Google uh, either of our names, um, oh, here's, if you Google my name, I am not the weightlifter, just FYI, oh, okay. that one's not me. Nice. So, um, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you Google you my name, I am the one that has a, a lot of extra weight on me. So that is me. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's it for this episode of the Laugh Support Podcast. Thanks for being here. Jesus and Junebug loves you. Michelle, tell them goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll take, catch you next time. <laughs>